All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome back. It's game day on Sports 1440. You are listening to The Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Where... Of course, you want to have a little bit of fun, stay within your limits, go to playalberta.ca, Alberta's only regulated online gambling website where you can, of course, have a little uh, fun with the uh, the new boost bets that they have up there. And of course, uh, there'll be some for the uh, Oilers and uh, you could uh, you could do one if you want to be a, it's playalberta.ca, you can do uh, Oilers and Flames to both win the first period. Flames are at home. Orders are on the road. But a little, you know, you can go five bucks. Both win. Pretty good odds on that. Uh, plus seven ten. Oof. Oh. But that means you would you order fans. It, it probably aches. You're like, well, just because you win the first period doesn't mean you win the game. So it's a difficult one. Kind of fun. Of course, uh, NHL tonight has full slate of games. You have uh, Ottawa. Montreal, Chicago are all uh, pretty big underdogs on the road. The uh, Oilers, of course, are favored on the road against the uh, the Vancouver Canucks, as are the Flames at home to the Winnipeg Jets. So uh, there you go. Those are the uh, NHL games tonight. Uh, funny how all the Canadian teams are playing. Ottawa's in Carolina. Montreal's in Toronto. Chicago's in Boston. Colorado at L.A., Edmonton, Vancouver, and Winnipeg is in Calgary. So there'll be lots of hockey action across our lovely country today. Uh, usually at this time, it's a Who Is It Wednesday. But uh, today we wanted Who Is It is going to be you. 
the uh, audience because, hey, it's a season opener. We thought uh, we'd have a little fun. We got a lot of texts already coming in at 833-401-1440. Also, uh, you can chime us in on the, if you want to go old school, you want to call in, same number, 833-401-1440. I got a few questions for you to answer. Okay, now it'll be different for each order fan caller, but it's going to be about your thoughts on the season, some expectations for individual players. And a little bit of a surprise question. I'll explain it to you. It's not hard because uh, some of you might not know it. So I'll give you the answer off the top of your head. And then I need to see where you think it could go. So uh, we'll go with that. Kind of uh, three different questions. See what your thoughts are for the uh, Edmonton orders, some individual players, the team. Hey, Greg's. I don't know why you're hyped up about the regular season. It doesn't matter. All I care about is the playoffs. Talk to me in April. Steve, here's the thing. I can understand if you say that the playoffs are more exciting because that's when you can win the cup. Sure, I'll agree with that. But I think any time in life, if you only think of the end result, you miss the journey along the way, lots of fun could be had. Are you telling me you're not going to watch the games? I'm going to say liar. I'm going to call you on that. I don't agree. Now, it doesn't mean you'll watch all 82. But there's a lot of reasons to watch. Do you know what night McDavid's going to go off for a five or six point night? I don't. But you'll watch because it literally could be any game. He's that talented. Now, when Drysaddle plays Nashville, you might pay attention a little bit closer because he's absolutely been killing them lately. But I think it's... Uh, it's short-sighted to say that the regular season doesn't matter because I'll tell you why it would have mattered last year. Had the orders picked up three more points in their first 20 games when they were 21st, they were 10 and 10. Just go 11, 8, and 1. Not a crazy, not a huge big improvement here. They get those three points, they finish ahead of Vegas. Vegas had 31 points in the first 20 games. The orders had 20. They were 11 points back after only 20 games. They got within two. What if they have home ice advantage? Do they win that series? I don't know. But might be a little bit better. So we'll see. Hey, Gregor. Well, we know the orders aren't going to score the first goal of the game from Sean. Now, Seaner. Ooh, interesting. Let's look last season. At uh, scoring first, because you're right. For uh, for quite a while, it was not uh, it was not ideal for the Edmonton Oilers, right? They were. I think it's fair to say that uh, scoring first was not necessarily their forte early on in the season. They were uh, they were trailing games a lot. Out of 82 games, the Edmonton Oilers scored first a total of 44 times. Now, Connor, just for fun, 44 times the order scored first. Yeah. Any guess on where that ranks amongst the 32 teams last season? Oh, I mean, we always knocked them for their slow starts. Uh, how about 14th? Eighth. See, I think at times, early on in the season, yes, the orders didn't score. But late in the year, they scored a ton. First, that is. They finished 44. Colorado led the league at 54. Then Dallas, 51. They were the only teams in the NHL who scored first more than 49 times. Carolina, 49. Boston, 47. Like, think about it. The Bruins won 65 games. They only scored first three more times in the Edmonton Oilers. Nuts. 
Now they won 15 more games. The Bruins were good. And so the order is uh, 44. As I mentioned, Colorado 54, Dallas 51, Carolina 49, Boston 47, Vegas and Nashville. And Toronto were 46, and then Edmonton was 44, tied with Florida. So only seven teams were ahead of the orders. And the Nashville Predators, that's something to watch for. They missed the playoffs despite... Scoring first. Because usually you score first, you got a pretty good winning percentage. Now, that's where the orders, the, they were 12th in, uh, in win percentage when scoring first. They won 32 out of 44. Decent. But Boston went 43 and 1. They were virtually unbeatable when they scored first. It's <laughs> a pretty good number. Pretty good number. Let's get to the uh, phone lines, 833-401-1440. Where are we going, Cons? Uh, starting off with Rick in GP here. Rick, how you doing? Good, how are you? Excellent. I'm, uh, I'm glad you guys are back on the air. My summer was very, very lonely, especially <laughs> this time slot. Nice, nice. Well, we're good to have you back. Good that uh, we're able to get everybody out there listening. What's on your mind? Well, I... I I missed two of the questions, but the first question is, what are your expectations for the others? I, 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 I'm hoping that they just play better defensively, and I think if they do that, they'll, they'll uh, like we saw that in the spring, not so much in uh, a couple of the games in the playoffs, but, you know, hopefully we can see them not dig themselves into a, you know, not a hole, a hole, but, you know, have, like you said, not a 10 and 10 start. So let's hope for that. Okay. What was the other two questions? Uh, well, they're different for everybody. So I will tell what is your expectation point totals for Connor McDavid? I, I really hope that he breaks, you know, what he did last year. And, and um, I, that would be exciting. Cause I thought that was pretty, it was uh, really cool to see him with the, the, in the you know the record books are close to it with Gretzky and, and you know uh, Lemieux and I think who was the other guy it was Steve Eiserman had one fifty five. It was Steve Eiserman. That's right. I don't know why I said Bernie Eagles, but that's pretty cool to see him in the in the company of of those guys. Well, Bernie did have a Bernie. Have, Bernie had one hundred and fifty. He's one of only six guys to do it. Uh, Phil Esposito yeah. is the other one. So. Pretty good. That's right. That's where I saw that. Pretty good company. Bernie had like an, you know, his career high, I think, was 100 points other than that. So he had an unbelievable year for him. But, um, yeah. uh, I, and then the last one, if you could pick right now, who would you want the Oilers' first round playoff opponent to be? I, I don't want to see Calgary that early because it's just too exciting. I'd like to see the gold, the, 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 the Vegas. And then we knock them out. That would be awesome. All right. I love that. Well, and uh, one bonus question. Are, are the orders winning the division for the first time since 1987? Oh, 100%, I think. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> I think so. All right. There you go, Rick. Thanks for the call. Okay, thanks. 833-401-1440. Ask you a few different questions. You can answer them on the text line, some of those. Point total for McDavid. Who would be your ideal first-round opponent for the Orders? Do they win the division? The Edmonton Orders, the longest active drought of winning their division. Now, some teams, Columbus, obviously, have never won, but they haven't been around the league that long. 
The Orders, the last time they won was 1987. The second longest, the New York Islanders, 1988. So we will uh, we'll see where that goes. 833-401-1440. We got lots of more texts coming in. Hey, guys. So people are saying they wouldn't watch the regular season so you wouldn't care about Gretzky setting all those records? Give me a break. That's why you're a sports fan. It's all fun from Radley. Radley, I totally agree with you. 100%. You, you can enjoy the playoffs, but also enjoy the regular season. It doesn't have to be one or the other. I think it can, uh, it can definitely be both. That makes it uh, that makes it exciting. At least, uh, at least that's what I think. So, um, to me, the more you watch, the better it is. All right, eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. Josh, Josh, how you doing? Good. How are you? Excellent. All right, Josh. Uh, Oilers point total as a team. I'm going to say they finish with 118. Ooh, so they're winning the division. Uh, they're doing more than winning their division. Ooh, all right. How many goals for Leon Dreisaitl? I'm going to say 53. 53. And how many points for Dylan Holloway? Ooh. Well, I would expect a step up for him this year. I'm going to say... 31. 31. I like it. And uh, who would be your ideal first-round opponent for Edmonton? Well, I'll throw a plot twist at you here. This is all coming from a Flames fan. Um, I think, I hope it's the Flames. I think it's going to be the Flames. One versus the wild card. And unfortunately, I think the Oil are winning, and I think they're going all the way this year. Oof. All right. Well, thanks for playing. Enjoy the season. Thanks. There you go. Even Flame fans are high on the orders this year. Let's go, baby. NHL season began last night. Of course, Connor Bedard makes his uh, NHL debut. 11 shot attempts for the kid. But uh, more importantly, it is the veterans. Dickinson, Perry, and Felino. Two goals in the third period. And uh, Chicago gets a big win in Pittsburgh. Also, we saw Vegas kind of spank Seattle. Uh, Brett Howden's going to have the uh, first regular season hearing. He's going to get suspended as kind of a clear headshot. I, I don't really know. Like, no one's going to de- debate that. I'm not saying it was on purpose, clearly, but uh, he, he got him directly in the head. There's a, there's no doubt about that for Tanev, so you hope he's okay. And uh, the Lightning, 1-0 and without Vasilevsky. So lots of good storylines. 833-401-1440. We get back to the calls. Jamie, how you doing? Very good, Gregor. How about yourself? I'm excellent, man. I'm excited about another season. It's always good. First one here on Sports 1440, so change is always fun. And, of course, on Orders Nation YouTube. So uh, we'll get to the uh, questions for you. McDavid, points, how many? Uh, 175. Ooh, I like that. I, I, I think just... The, the way he's starting, the early captain skate, he's going to make all the pundits just shake their heads and go, where did all the extra points come from? Yeah, well, the crazy part is his five-on-five production last year 
was the second lowest of his career for going off of, uh, you know, on a shooting percentage and points per 60 and everything like that. So he's got a chance there to improve five. Now there's obviously less five on five time, but that's why I went by 60, not just point totals. So there's a chance uh, with Evander Kane, if he's healthy all year and Connor Brown, that uh, maybe his wingers will finish a little bit more than him. Um, what are your projections for Connor Brown? Uh, I, I, I really don't know. I'm, I'm hoping 70, 80 points, perhaps. Oh, geez, you love the offense. All right. Well, well I, I mean, he's a shooter. So if he's in the right place, finish the rebounds. It's, uh, that's what I'm thinking. Do the, who would be your first round opponent Ideally, for the orders. L.A. Oh, yeah. You feel like they got the King's number? I don't mind that. I I think they do. Um, Like the previous caller said, I think there'd be... It's too exciting with Calgary later on. uh, In in the playoffs would be better. I I think it would be more hype. Plus, you got to love to beat Calgary. Well, yeah, if they're going to meet him in the second round, then that probably means Calgary has to beat Vegas, I would think, if uh, if Edmonton's not meeting them. so Which would be fine. Uh, I do wonder, like, if you had to pick Vegas or Calgary, who would you face? Uh, probably Calgary, okay. just because I don't think their rebuild's going to go as well as they hope. And point totals for the team, the Oilers, this coming season. Uh, 112. 112. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Enjoy the season. Thanks for coming back. Really appreciate it, Gregor. Hey, awesome. We're happy to, uh, we're happy to be back. We're happy that, uh, all of the listeners have, uh, have returned and joined us, our show and uh, the whole sports 1440 station. Of course, uh, now live on orders nation, YouTube, our subscribers, uh, continue to grow every day, which is lots of fun. So, uh, it's great. Interaction uh, with the with diehard sports fans. That's what we love about our show. Uh, uh, you care about sports as much as we do, which is awesome. Let's go to uh, Rowdy Roddy. RR, how are you? Hey guys, you know what? It, I, I moved I moved to GP and uh, back to GP in uh, uh, May here, and uh, listen, you know how everything went down, and then I'm like, listen, to you guys for like four years straight, you know, Connor with it. You know, with his uh, football show and stuff like that, and always chiming in, and uh, you know, with uh, Tommy, uh, you know, pregame and stuff like that. So it's just really awesome to find you guys. I'm glad you guys are doing well. Um, uh, I love the fact that your that your that your nephew's got a PTO and he's going to do well, Jason. You know, he is because he's, he's a rock star, right? So, um, but uh, but David, um, I think what he's going to do this year, I'm going to say about 165. He's going to what it's on his mind, and I mean, I'm you know, orders from the old days, but he wants he's going to be the the only the third guy to get 100 assists in the season, and he's going to he's going to be the third fastest to uh, to a thousand points. So that's my projection. So what about the, the orders? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, go ahead. Orders as a team. Um, I'm going to say about once they're going to win the division. Um, I'd actually, uh, I think. Um, you know, I really got a bad feeling or a good feeling, I guess, about Calgary. Um, I think, you know what, um, when it comes to L.A. or over Calgary, I think 
watch out for Calgary this year. Hubert, there, there's some guys that want to prove their worth, right? So, you know, Kadri and, and Huberto. So, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, I, I have suspect when it comes to LA's goaltending, like it was in the playoffs last year, and and Markstrom, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, the Oilers just light him up. So, um, I'm going to think that... Uh, I think Calgary's going to finish ahead of L.A., but um, we're going to have to get past Dallas or, you know, you know, whatever first round we get. I think we'll win the division, but, you know, it's going to be uh, Vegas-Dallas. That's what's going to make us, you know, get to the, to, to the you know, the conference finals. And, and eventually, I'm picking them to win the Cup this year. I really do. Win the Cup. All right, Rowdy. Enjoy it, man. Enjoy GP. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you guys. 833-401-1440. You can call that number or you can text. It's our Jiffy Lube inbox. Uh, lots of texts to get to. We'll get to some uh, more calls. Hey, fellas, McDavid, 57 goals, 90 assists, 147 points from the law dog. Guys, the regular season is to help me condition my liver for the playoffs. We win the division. Connor and Leon, one, two in scoring. Connor, another 50-goal season from Cam, the man's dad. Gregor. From uh, Guy or Guy, I'm not sure. 164 points. First round night so I can go to the away games before we get seating. <laughs> I like that. There we go. Uh, off a lot, actually. Uh, guy off a lot from Pinoca. Nice. So, so there you go. Hey, guys, orders will win the division. Absolutely. First round opponent, the Kings. McDavid, 65 goals, playing with Connor 2.0. Surprise player, Broberg. Thanks, Sonny in Calgary. Nice. Broberg. Getting a little love. Hey, Gregs, I saw your not-so-obvious game day prediction. I also have Connor Brown scoring his first goal, orange and blue. Well, Connor Brown, this will be his 10th first game of the season. He has a total of one point in his first nine. So, Connor Brown has not been one historically who gets off to a good start in game one. I think that changes tonight. Let's go to uh, Landon. Landon, you're on the air. Yeah, I'm going. Excellent. So, uh, Landon, uh, how many points for the orders? For the orders, I'm going to go 115 and coming in second place in the President's Trophy. Who beats them? It's going to be Carolina. Carolina. How many points for McDavid? He's going to get 169 because he's going to think it's hilarious. How many goals for Dreisaitl? Dreisaitl is going to pull 58. What percentage will the orders power play be? I'm going to go with like 32%. 32, so same Continue as last year. Strong, keep it going. Same as last year, 32.4. And uh, lastly, ideal first-round opponent. I want to see Seattle, just because why not? You eliminate them first, hopefully. All right. All right, Matt. Thanks for calling. Thanks for playing. All right, cheers. There we go. Uh, TKC goes uh, McDavid 164. The team will get 120, win the division. Also, 33% on the power play to break a new mark. Happy to have uh, Sports Talk Radio back from TKC. It's TKC. So are we. So are we. The Stair Farmer boys, McDavid 153 points. Orders win the cup. I like this one from Brad. My surprise player, Jack Campbell. He's going back to the All-Star game. McDavid gets 68 goals, 172 points, and Calgary is the ideal first-round opponent. So back-to-back years, the Oilers have a goalie in the All-Star game. 
it's possible. Very possible. Hey, guys, are the owners going to lead the league in goals again? More than 325 from Coach Mike. Good question, Coach Mike. Like 325 goals. It's it's a lot of goals in today's NHL. Because if you just look at... Um, you know, going back the uh, the past few seasons, and so let's just go back to uh, 2006, because obviously that's the year that um, there was a lot of offense, and so that season, you know what, the Oilers still scored more goals than any team that year with all the power plays. The most goals scored in the 2000s, drum roll please, 337 by the Florida Panthers in 22. The orders, 325 last year. The 2019 Tampa Bay Lightning, when they won 62 goals, had 319. Capitals in 2010, 313. The Maple Leafs and the Senators, 312. So will they score more than 325? Like, we got to go back. I think it's Penguins in uh, 95, 96. That's going to be my guess. The uh, the last time, yeah, they had 362. So even now 90, and then you get into 93. Now there's a few more games. They played 84 games, but still 369, you know, two extra games, even if it's an average of four, you know, that's only eight goals. So they're like 361. So that's where you get into it. Like really, you look at the orders, they're still got, they still have the 16th most goals since 1992 in a regular season. So it's not bad. It's hard to do. Think about how many teams, 30 teams a year. And I know there's been 32 last year, um, last two years, I should say, and 31 for five years prior to that. Even just go 30 times 16, right? You're talking. What's that? Um, do 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 three hundred uh, what four hundred and eighty, give or take, and the orders are the sixteenth most. I like that question, but you know me, I'm biased. I love offense. I don't care who the team is. So I will say the orders don't. I think they'll score three hundred and twenty. Still close, but not more. I hope I'm wrong on that. I hope I'm wrong. Hey, guys, the orders are going to have four players with 40 goals or more. Kane and Hyman, you know the other two from Farmer Scott. Wow, Farmer Scott, that would be quite the season for the Edmonton orders. Because if you look at uh, NHL history when it comes to uh, 40 goal scores. Now, the orders had four before. Uh, they might have had five. I'm going to have to look that up now. Um individual uh, records for, uh, for a team, right? And the most goal scores per team, I'll have to find it during the break, but I will find it. And the last, oh man, 440 goal scores. That's been a long time. Hey guys, McDavid scores fewer goals. The Zen master has them playing the triangle. The cup is ours. Brian in St. Albert. Is that what the guys are calling Woodcroft now? The Zen master? He's like a young Phil Jackson. Hey, guys, McDavid, 58 goals, 152 points. Gets to 1,000 this year. 
53 for dry saddle 30.5 percent on the power play kings are the first round matchup from russ in the burn see leon dry like Leon Drysaddle's got a lot on the line. Like McDavid's in some pretty unique category, no question. But I think sometimes people might sleep a little bit on on Leon Drysaddle and what he's done as a player. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw you some names that Leon Drysaddle has a chance. He's already in pretty good category. But if he scores 50 goals this year, he becomes only the 15th player to have four 50 goal seasons. He would join Michelle Goulet, Tim Kerr, and Yari Curry as four. Pavel Burry, Bobby Hall, Brett Hall, Esposito and Iserman had five. Dion Lafleur and Lemieux, six. And then Ovechkin, Bossy and Gretzky at nine. Here's the one, though, that I really like. 50 goal seasons and 100 points. If he, does, if he gets 50 goals, I think he's getting 100 points. For sure. He's that good of a passer. If he does, that would be the fourth time in his career. And he'd be only the 11th player to do it four times. Joining Brett Hall, Curry, and Ovechkin four times. Esposito and Iserman did it five. Dion Lafleur and Lemieux did it six. Bossy did it seven times. And Gretzky, nine. So 50 goals is one thing. But when you're 50 goals and 100 points, basically your 50-50 club, it's hard to do. McDavid's done it once. Drysdale's already done it three times. So while McDavid's, you know, McDavid's going to enter some pretty unique categories as well, right? Um, he gets 100 points. He'll be the sixth player to have seven 100-point seasons. Only six guys have done it. Gretzky, of course, did it 15 times. Ridiculous. Lemieux, 10. Marcel Dion, 8. Bossy and Peter Stashney, 7. So if you look at McDavid, where he is at his age, to think that he'll become only the third guy, to have 10 plus seasons of 100 points, I think that's very realistic. Very realistic. He's also going to pass uh, Glenn Anderson on the Oilers all-time scoring list this year. He's got 850 points in 569 games. He'll move into fourth because to pass Glenn Anderson, he needs 38 points to pass Anderson. He'll do that. And then next year, he would pass Messi, who has 1,034, and Curry, who has 1,043. He's got a little ways to go to get to that guy named Gretzky at 1669. But when McDavid signs his extension, yes, I said when, because I believe he will sign an extension in Edmonton. I think then he's going to take a real serious run. If he signs an extension, I'll say this, he will pass Gretzky without question for the most points as an Edmonton owner. Obviously, he'll have played more games, but who cares? He will own the record for most points as an Edmonton owner. And here's the other one before we go to break. He can join Gretzky, Gordie Howe, and Marilyn Mew if he wins the scoring title this year. Gretzky won it 10 times. Gordie Howe and Lemieux each did it six. This would be the sixth season for McDavid. So think about that. He wins a scoring title this year. Then only has to do it once more in his career, and he's automatically second most behind only Gretzky. And when you think about scoring titles for McDavid and you see where his career is at, would you be shocked if he won five more Art Ross in the next decade? Because I think he'll be at the peak for at least 10 more years. Just the way the players are today, man. Like They have the ability to stay elite for a lot longer. So some uh, interesting numbers to pass on for McDavid and Drysaddle this year. And uh, I looked it up. The orders have had uh, four times that they have 40 
or four 40 goal scores. Not bad, but it's been a while. Obviously, we got to go back to the 1980s. So I would love to see it. Absolutely love it if it would happen. Difficult. When we come back, what about the Vancouver Canucks? We'll go to Vancouver, preview them next on the Jason Greger Show, live on Sports 1440 and Orders Nation YouTube. Welcome back. Game day on Sports 1440. You can always get involved. Phone lines are humming, 833-401-1440. Same as our text line, which is the exact same number. 833-401-1440. That's our Jiffy Lube inbox. Stop in right now and get a full synthetic Pennzoil oil change. And you'll get 50 bonus air miles right now at Jiffy Lube. The uh, Edmonton owners are in Vancouver. Uh, I did do the research and found out the uh, orders had four 40 goal scores on four different occasions in 83, 84, 85, and 86. And the Calgary Flames were the last team to do it in 1988 when Hawk and Lube, Joe Mullen, Joey Newendike, and uh, Mike Bullard. So uh, no team since 1988 has had four 40 goal scores. Uh, there's been a few teams since that have had three, most notably. The uh, Calgary Flames in uh, in 2022 had uh, three 40-goal scores. So, hey, if the Oilers could get three of them, that would be big. Obviously, they were close last year. Uh, Hyman and Nugent Hopkins, uh, both in the mid-30s. Could, uh, could they get there? If Evander Kane stays healthy, maybe there's a chance. Maybe there's a chance. Be fun. The uh, Vancouver Canucks. Let's get around the NHL now. Brought to you by McDonald's, baby. And your favorite game is back. Monopoly, with more chances to play. First, you can peel on your pack or then peel in your app for a limited time. All the rules at mickdpromotion.ca. That is mickdpromotion.ca. Brandon Bachelor uh, joins us to uh, discuss the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, Brandon, uh, welcome back to the uh, show, my man. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Thanks for having me. Hey, I appreciate it. Um, so what can you tell us about the uh, Canucks lineup tonight? Um, do you know who's in? Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. 
Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, it's looking anyway at the moment like it's going to be 11 forwards and six defensemen, uh, which we're kind of expecting for the Oilers at this point, I think, as well, unless something's changed here in the last uh, a couple of hours since I was last checking in on it. But uh, Canucks have some some injuries right now. Carson Soucy got banged up late in the preseason. So did Teddy Bluger. So did Guillaume Brisebois. And Vancouver's so tight against the cap um, that, you know, they won't be able to ice the full complement of 12 forwards. We don't think anyway. Rick Tockett alluded to the fact that, you know, maybe one of these injured guys could be a game time decision for tonight's game. But none of them took part in the morning skate with the team. A couple of them skated earlier in the morning. So I'm not expecting that. And I think we'll see two teams that are maybe down a man going into the season opener tonight. Yeah. And for one game, not not a huge deal. But now they had the flu bug going through Vancouver as well. Correct. Yeah, a couple of players were were under the weather later in the preseason. I haven't heard as much about it in the last couple of days, so I think guys are are getting healthier now. But uh, for a preseason that was pretty quiet by Vancouver standards, it's kind of picked up here in the last 48 hours or so. Uh, Susie and Bluger in particular were both hurt in the last preseason game. Uh, then there's you know conversations out there about the Canucks and Elias Patterson and his ongoing contract dispute with the team, and you know whether the team would even be interested in signing him long term and then Connor Garland changes his agent in the last couple of days here as well and the speculation is there that he wants out and that his agent has now been given permission to seek a trade out of Vancouver so uh, it's never quiet around this team here on the west coast and that uh, remains the same going into this season yeah well I was told the Canucks you know tried all summer to to move Garland but when you're making five million bucks in in a super tight cap world and you're not necessarily producing like a five million dollar player that's that's a, that's a little bit of a, a challenge. So uh, we'll see. Now, Elias Pettersson, to me, that's a much bigger story, uh, Brendan, because mm-hmm. like, like last year, I thought he really, you know, he kind of went to that next step. And now some people think he can go to another step. What do you think? The, like, do you agree? Do you believe that the organization isn't willing to commit to him long term? And if so, why? I'm not sure that that's the case. I tend to believe that this is a negotiating tactic, maybe more than anything else, where um, they'll say, you know, oh, you know, Pedersen's not sure about coming here. Well, maybe we're not sure about him being our guy. And if you want to read into that a little bit more... The organization hasn't necessarily committed to him as being their guy under this management group. Patrick Alvin famously, when he arrived as the general manager, had a quote that was something along the lines of saying, we have no true superstars on this team. And many people in Vancouver took that as a slight to Pedersen. They named Quinn Hughes the 15th captain going into the season. Now, I don't think Pedersen would have been a great fit to be the captain. I'm not entirely sure that he would have wanted that role anyway. But nonetheless, that's the organization and hitching their wagon to one of their other premier young players. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to get too worried about it just yet. Obviously, he's a pending restricted free agent at the end of the year, so yeah. there's still time with team control and lots of time to work something like this out. But uh, it's a perfect example of what has kind of plagued this team over the last couple of years, which is off-ice storylines taking over the narrative as opposed to how they do on the ice. And uh, a great way for this team to quiet some of that off ice noise would be to start winning some games, especially early in the season. Well, they got a tough test because they're going up against the Edmonton Oilers, a team that's uh, ultra focused right now. And tonight you have the league's record breaking power play from last year. 
best ever, going up against the 10th worst penalty kill of all time in Vancouver's yeah. <laughs> last season. You know, and I know they, they were hoping Carson Susie would help out that penalty kill. They brought in some forwards, but what did you see in the preseason? Like, I would assume the penalty kill is, is going to be better. It's hard to be worse than 71.6%. But what was the biggest area of concern on their penalty kill last year? I think it all came down to personnel in the end and a lack of willingness to sacrifice, which, of course, is the key to any successful penalty kill. You got to be willing to block shots. You got to be willing to step into shooting lanes. You got to be willing to to lay out to clear pucks and and do what you have to do to make sure that the other team doesn't score. And frankly, we didn't see very much of that from the Canucks penalty kill last year. So they have made some changes in the personnel, as you allude to Susie uh, not going to play tonight so that kind of you know was a guy they brought in that they wanted to have them help in that regard they made some changes up front and I think some of those players are going to make a big impact Teddy Bluger probably not playing tonight either was someone that they brought in uh, as a a penalty kill centerman they just uh, acquired Lafferty for the Maple Leafs this week he's a guy that they want to kill penalties Pew Suter I think uh, who they brought in in the offseason as well was a guy that looked pretty good on the penalty kill in the preseason and I know it's only the preseason, but it looked like a very different shorthanded unit in the exhibition campaign. They were a lot more confident. They were a lot more successful. So uh, you hope from a Canucks fan's perspective that that means this can be an improved penalty kill. I don't think anybody would be under any illusions to say they're going to go from nearly a historically bad penalty kill to being an elite penalty kill in the NHL. But if they could be average or even just below league average, it would make such a big difference for this team because there were so many nights last season where the penalty kill specifically cost them games and cost them points in the standings. But as you point out, they're being thrown right into the deep end with the first two games against the top power play in the league. And uh, Brandon Batchelor joins us uh, from Vancouver previewing the orders who are in Vancouver to take on the Canucks tonight. Fifth consecutive season, the orders and the Canucks will uh, open up their seasons. Uh, first time though, in, in Vancouver out of the last five, the big help I think would be the health of Demko um, you know, we, we, there's a story that came out that Demko was banged up early on in the year and I think his numbers reflected that then he was out for a few months then when he came back his numbers were actually quite good down the stretch for the Canucks I actually think when healthy Demko is the best goalie in the Pacific Division and behind Jake Ottinger might be the second best goalie in, in the whole Western Conference. Well, Hellebuck maybe has an argument for that too. But mm-hmm. the, the value of Demko and his ability to kind of get back to the goalie he was, uh, do you believe that now that he's healthy, what we saw in down the stretch the last 25 games is what Canuck fans should expect to start this season? I do, but at the same time, how well Demko will play this year and his ability to stay healthy is going to go part and parcel with how well the team can defend in front of him because there were too many nights last year, whether it was before the injury or after the injury, where it was a you know a fire drill in their own zone. He was having to make all sorts of lateral saves going east-west, left to right, and Rick Tockett has talked in the preseason about we need to play a more sustainable game in front of him so that we're not asking that much of him so that he can stay healthy so that he's not facing tons of shots and tons of grade A scoring chances on a nightly basis. And based on some of the things that Talkett has implemented in terms of their structure and the way they play in their own zone, they will be better at even strength in that regard too. I think it's kind of like what we were talking about with the penalty kill where it would be hard to be worse in many ways <laughs> uh, in terms of how poor they were defensively. So things set up 
to be better for Demko this year because he's healthy, because he's coming off a finish to the season last year where he got back to being the kind of goaltender that the Canucks expect him to be and that fans in Vancouver know he can be. And now if the team plays with some improved defensive structure in front of him, then it means he's not working, you know, incredibly hard on a nightly basis just to save their bacon. So if all of those things come together, then this could be a very good season for Thatcher Demko individually and by extension, a much better season for the team as a whole. If, if they don't have to rely on him quite as much and can play more sustainably in their own end of the ice. But, uh, you know, if, if the defensive play doesn't come around, if they aren't able to play that way consistently under Rick Tockett, then they're going to have the same situation as last year where Demko has to bail them out. And if he has to do that and has to work a lot and then maybe they're you know behind the eight ball in a playoff race and they've got to play him in a ton of games down the stretch to try and fight their way up the standings, that's where you worry about where things could go for this team in terms of a Demko injury or in terms of his ability to be that elite goaltender on a nightly basis. Brendan Batchelor, you can follow him on Twitter at Batch Hockey, our guest here on Sports 1440 and live on Orders Nation YouTube. Uh, Brendan, one last one. When you look overall at this Canucks, and you talked about how there just seems to be a lot of distractions uh, the last few years off ice, rumor, you know, from the owner and his family issues to, you know, trading, uh, oh, not trading, but uh, getting rid of coaches every year and different uh, mm-hmm. general managers. Bo Horvat wasn't happy. Um, they, they want some stability there. There's no question. Do they have stability? Do you think there's someone that they can say, okay, this is Quinn Hughes's partner and it's going to be his partner all year? No, they absolutely don't. Uh, I, I mean, I expect that Philip Hironik is going to likely be that guy, at least to start the season. We saw them play together at the end of the preseason. And, you know, there's a school of thought where that makes a lot of sense. Hironik was the big acquisition. They used some of the assets from the Horvat trade to go and get him from the Red Wings, you know, a right shot top four defenseman that they haven't really had. So on paper, you'd say, of course, you're going to put that guy with Quinn Hughes. But where you're worried if you do that is the depth on this blue line. You're looking at a pairing of Ian Cole and Tyler Myers as your second pairing in the game tonight. And then Akito Hirose, a college free agent rookie that they signed late last year and got into seven games, playing alongside Noah Juleson, who hasn't really been able to carve out a consistent NHL career. And again, part of that is because of injuries. Susie's not available. We're not expecting him to be able to play tonight anyway. Um, so... While you could say Hughes and Heronic, you know, it makes sense for them to play together. Then you're looking at a very inexperienced third pairing and maybe not as much tonight. But if you look at Saturday when the game is in Edmonton, yeah. and they don't have the last change. And Jay Woodcroft could get McDavid and or Dreisaitl out against that pairing. That's not something that's sustainable. So um, Rick Tockett, I know, made headlines by talking about the fact that it's going to need to be defense by committee. And, uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if that's the way it goes, where, you know, Quinn Hughes, he may play a bit with Heronic, but a lot of it's going to be situational. If they're leading in games, maybe they, uh, you know, throw a less experienced defenseman with him out there to try and manage some minutes. If they're trailing in games, maybe that's where they load up the pairing with Hughes and Hironic if they need offense. Um, but it's it's definitely going into the season in Vancouver, you will not be able to say these are for sure the three pairings and they will stay that way. Things are going to be in flux all season long, whether they have injuries or not, just because they don't have the depth, particularly on the right side. Awesome stuff, Brendan. We appreciate it, man. Uh, Enjoy the call tonight, and uh, we'll see you on Saturday. 
Sounds good. Thanks a lot. That is uh, Brennan Batchelor uh, joining us. He is the voice of the Vancouver Canucks. Um, it's kind of be, it's crazy how the Canucks, there, there's been so many non-hockey storylines, like the JT Miller situation. And, and I, you know what? I'll say this about Elias Pettersson. For Canuck fans, probably don't have to go crazy. A, he's an RFA. He's not a UFA. What's he going to do? Like, I don't see anybody offer sheeting him. Right? And considering what happened with Shifley and Hellebuck recently. So I know you might say, wow, what about uh, Matthew Kajak? Sure. Johnny Gaudreau, it can happen, but then there's the other side. And you see Austin Matthews staying in Toronto. Shifley, Hellebuck. Eventually, I think you're going to see Drysaddle McDavid staying in Edmonton. So Elias Pettersson, he doesn't have to be a captain. I think there's nothing wrong with that. There's been lots of great players that were never captain of a team. And if Elias Pettersson feels like, hey, you know what? I want to have more success. Great. But you're the leader, man. Part of their lack of success came from your lack of consistency. It's hand in hand. Most teams that are, have success, their, their best players are consistently their best players. Now, you can have great players and doesn't guarantee you Stanley Cup success because it's hard. There's only one team. There's teams, lots of teams have really good players, but only one of them wins. But the Vancouver Canucks, I think, would like to be a little bit more of a consistent playoff contender. They had their great run in the bubble, and that's really been it. Let's get to uh, Connor Halley and a Sports 1440 update brought to you by Fountain Tire. Remember that once the weather hits 7 degrees for 7 days, it's a good time to get your tires changed. doesn't really matter if there's snow on the ground. It's the temperature change that matters more as a signal to your tires. Get your change now at FountainTire.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 